So you tend just to be so focused on that thing that is lacking that you cannot see. It's impossible for you to see all the good things and all the bless blessings that are in your life. So when I say zoom out or just like take a step back so you can see that there is much more to your life than just this one thing that is maybe not manifested yet, that maybe it will manifest soon or, you know, in the future. So when we take a step back and look at life from afar and as if I'm in a movie and I'm watching, you know, my life as if it is a movie and start observing yourself from afar, you start seeing more of the mm. beautiful things that are in your life. You will see the other stuff too, but you will see that the other things that are going really well in your life, the blessed things in your life are way, are much more than the maybe things that are challenging or, you know, the things that, that you would like to change. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, with us, we have Natalie Seder. She's a clinical psychologist, and she was always passionate about human happiness, health, and wellness. We definitely share some, some uh, common values, and uh, I think her story is quite interesting. Uh, growing up in a country where being a woman is a challenge, Natalie was living in survival mode, exhausted to meet society's standards that dictate how a woman should look, feel, think, and act. After she moved to the U.S., her spiritual and self-love journey started at the moment she discovered a life in her womb. Sometimes it takes another human being to make you love yourself again, she says. Recently, after she graduated as a certified holistic health coach from YIIN, she founded My Food Energy to fulfill her life purpose and mission, empowering women to love themselves again unconditionally and rejoice in their femininity through healthy and delicious eating, creative positive thoughts, attracting fulfilling relationships, developing an inspiring spiritual practice, discovering pleasurable body movement and finding their true calling in life so they can feel and look fabulous. And um, if you will check her Instagram, you will see that she is a living proof of all of these things. And uh, I think that that's amazing. Natalie, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much, Georgian. I'm very, very grateful to be on this podcast with you tonight. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. It's it's a real pleasure to to have you on, and um, I'm really curious about uh, one thing about your story. Um, mm -hmm. How was it uh, to be a woman in Lebanon? I, I think this this can be really interesting for our gratitude seekers. Uh, many of whom are women and uh, most of them being from the US or Australia or Canada. Mm -hmm. and I think it can be quite an interesting perspective to, to start with. Yeah, well, uh, I don't want to start by talking you know, about negative stuff. 
uh, we really honor women in, um, in a certain way, but in so many other ways also women, uh, they, they find it very challenging to navigate through life. Uh, and by that, I mean, I mean, they are respected, they are, you know, by, by their, you know, families, by their husband. But being a woman is very challenging because the society is very demanding uh, when it comes to women. A woman should look in a certain way. She should behave in a certain way. She should talk in a certain way. Uh, she should get married at a certain age. Uh, so there's a lot of limitations, which makes a woman a little less free to be who she really want to be, so, uh, so she can meet society standards. And it may sound like it's like this everywhere else in the world, uh, and maybe this is true, but in Lebanon and in the Arab world in general, it is more challenging because women, they are fighting, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to get some of their rights you know, some of the, you know, the birthrights. So, um, yeah, sometimes you, you live just like when I was living there just to meet some standards. So you, you really forget who you really are and who, who you want to be. Uh, so you can, you know, satisfy your parents or your uh, partner or your friends or the society you live in. So when I moved here in the U.S., I felt the difference and I could really cut all the cords and just, you know, remember uh, who I am, remember who I really want to be and uh, feel free, you know, feel the freedom of just thinking, uh, uh, talking, uh, just, you know, being who I, who I want to be. Just even with like, you know, uh, putting on clothes, you can feel more free because uh, nobody's going to judge you. Yeah, there's a lot of judgment over there. There's a lot of judgment if you are not like everybody else or if you are not like you are supposed to be, you're going to be judged a lot and you're going to be shamed. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a big challenge growing up there. I can imagine. And uh, the reason why I asked you this question is not, not particularly to start with something negative, but I think uh, when we have perspective, when we have contrast, we get to yeah. appreciate what we have because exactly. we 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 get used to the freedoms that we have and we uh we don't realize that in in other parts of the world these freedoms are a luxury they are like something that people really fight for and have to make yes. many efforts to to enjoy right right and i didn't mean by uh what I said, I, like when I said, I don't want to start by something negative, I didn't mean uh, to uh, address this to you or to me or to the people here, but to the people who may be may now in Lebanon and listening to us. And they will be like, oh, she starts talking, you know, like she starts <laughs> trashing, uh, you know, the Lebanese traditions or things like that. Because I also know how people think there. So I didn't want to sound like I'm just starting with, you know, pointing at what's not going uh, right there. Yeah, so th there are traditions that that are uh, that work for yeah. many people yeah. in, uh, there. So uh, yeah, it's it's not about that, but it's about um, having different perspectives. Like yes. your your perspective is definitely unique since you've been growing up. You've uh, grown up there, and uh, for someone that was always uh, in a free 
society with mm-hmm. different kinds of rules. This can be really interesting and um, yeah, I understand that. can be quite a, quite a, um, how, how could I say it? Like eye-opening. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, it's it could be really different just being born in in another part of the world. And yes, yeah. and this is why I I really appreciate now the freedom that I have, and the freedom that I experienced when I moved here, and that led me to be the person I am today. I I really appreciate this. And when I you know I have like American friends and. When I come in contact with American people, I tell them, you know, we have something in this country that, you know, we need to cherish more and we need to be grateful more, you know, more often. We have a freedom just to freedom of speech, freedom of being whoever you want to be, freedom of thinking, which can be quite challenging in other parts of the world. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also wanted to, to get to, uh, to another point. Uh, that that you made over on Instagram, um, zooming out and uh, mm-hmm. looking at life uh, from a different perspective, uh, rather than what's missing, to mm-hmm. what what are your your blessings? Could yeah. you uh, yeah. expand on this a little bit? Yes. Uh, sometimes when we are. Uh, when we look from like a very, very, very close perspective, like by close, I mean like maybe limited or narrow, we tend to not to see the whole picture. Uh, Let me explain a a little more. Um, Sometimes when we are so focused on what's not going uh, right in our world or in our life, we tend to like, and when you focus on something, you tend not to see what's around you or like what's around that thing. So you tend just to be so focused on that thing that is lacking that you cannot see. It's impossible for you to see all the good things and all the blessings that are in your life. So when I say zoom out or just like take a step back so you can see that there is much more to your life than just this one thing that is maybe not manifested yet, that maybe it will manifest soon or, you know, in the future. So when we take a step back and we look, and sometimes I like to tell my clients and even myself, because I also get sometimes stuck in, you know, and just focusing on one thing. I tell myself or my client just to uh, step back and look at my life from afar. And as if I'm in a movie and I'm watching, you know, my life as if it is a movie. And when, when you do that and you, and you just start observing yourself from afar, you start seeing more of the Mm. beautiful things that are in your life. You will see the other stuff too, but you will see uh, that the other things that are going really well in your life, the blessed things in your life are way, are much more than the maybe things that are challenging or, you know, the things that that you would like to change. So, uh, yeah, and this is... um, this also will make the, the practice of gratitude uh, a little easier um, because, you know, some people will tell me, okay, so how I'm going to practice gratitude? Okay, I'm going to say I'm grateful for this and for that. So they don't really uh, get a sense of it. So when I tell them to do this, it, it really clicks uh, with them. Yeah. It... Just, just to separate yourself from your life, from your own life, and just watch it from afar like you're watching a movie. 
Exactly. I love this yeah. idea. I love this idea. Yeah, thank you. I, I think it's it's so powerful because you get to be more detached and to see things more objectively. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you will be more objective about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you're not in like in uh, uh, in the first person. You're an like active in, participant. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. watching. You're just an observer now. Yeah, exactly. That's so interesting. Yeah, I think I think this can be really useful for for our listeners to to just look at at life from from a third person from mm-hmm. um, like it would be a movie, and yeah. um, from some points of view, I think I think it kind of is like we play different roles in life and mm-hmm. we identify more or less with um, with different roles and. Um, yeah, it it is kind of like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's and now I remember something because before I, you know, started this journey of, you know, being grateful and, you know, coming from love and abundance uh, other than, you know, lack and fear, uh, I used to live my life um, in a complete opposite way. I wasn't like that, you know, all my life. And that's the, the contrast, I think, like you were saying, this is what made me also like appreciate the new journey I am on. So before I used to, I used to tell even like I used to, you know, when you, when you study psychology, you have to go and um, uh, do some sessions yourself with, uh, you know, like your mentor or your uh, a psychiatrist or a mm-hmm. psychologist. So I was doing this personal, um, personal therapy. And I used to tell him, I feel like I'm not actively participating in my life. Mm. So I used to feel like life was just, you know, happening to me and I had no control. I had no power at all. I was more in a victim place or in in a victim role and everything was just happening to me. And I was just the victim. I would like be happy whenever things are, you know, nice and happy. And I would get sad when things are challenging and, you know, I was just reacting to life. So it gave me that feeling that I wasn't participating in my life at all. So now when you said, you know, we play different roles, I didn't feel like I was playing any role. Mm. It felt like it was like more passive for me. I see. I see. And um, what made you switch to gratitude? Like, did you have um, some kind of experience or how did you discover gratitude? Well, I cannot really... um, say there was one thing only that mm-hmm. led me to gratitude it's more of different things and it really started when i moved here um, maybe because i had more time to just be with myself because when i moved here i didn't have anybody you know like no family no friends mm-hmm. so there was less distractions so i so this helped me to you know to have more self-awareness and, uh, you know, like the journey has been, has been quite long. Uh, at the beginning, it started, as I said, when I, when I got pregnant. Uh, so I, it was like something, you know, like super new to me. It's like when you get pregnant, this is not like something that you've experienced before or like, you know, you mm-hmm. had a taste of before. So this is something very, very new. And it's like, it kind of, you know, like shook me to the core. Like I wanted and I was a little bit anxious because I was, as I told you, I was like living and I got pregnant right away when I came back from Lebanon. I got married, I got pregnant. So 
so I was still in that, you know, state of, you know, anxiety and like feeling that anything can happen at any moment that could, you know, take away things from me, away from me. I was living from a place of fear all the time and, you know, lack and, you know, things may happen at any moment. So I, when I got pregnant, I was like, I can't live this way anymore. I can't just, you know, I can't just, you know, let fear dominate my life anymore. So something was awakened within me that I needed to change. And, you know, this is when the journey started. I, I wanted to change. And when you decide you want to change and when you decide there is something bigger or there's something better for you, uh, the, universe, the universe starts, you know, uh, playing all the synchronicities. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just start going from one thing to another to another. And the first thing I think I, and this is something I never shared before. And uh, even though I wouldn't go into details into this, mm -hmm. but I also had a physical issue that also, you know, like, you know, it was like part of the healing. It was part of the awakening. And um it's, I started by, you know, changing my food at the beginning because, you know, you think food is uh, maybe this is the easiest change you can make. So I was really focused on food on the beginning, but then I figured, you know, I, um, it was like food was only just a, a tiny part of the equation. And this led me to just dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And, you know, along the way, I discovered that, uh, I didn't call it gratitude back then, but I discovered that whatever I focus on, it will, uh, it will grow. Mm -hmm. So before I was focusing on fear, I was focusing on the lack in my life. Oh, I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I have problems. Um, nothing was going well in my life. Like, and then I discovered that if I shift my focus to better things, better things, are gonna start happening in my life and it just happened little by little like you you don't wake up one one day and you and you say oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be grateful because you know um i think this is gonna work so like there's tiny pieces of the puzzle and they just you know start coming together so first i started by realizing that whatever i focus on this is what i'm creating in my life when this physical issue, you know, came out. So I started focusing on, the, I started changing my thoughts. I sh and it's, it's hard. It's not easy at the beginning. It took me a long time. It took me like some quite, I'm, I'm not going to say a long time, but it, it took me quite some time to just, you know, change my, my old beliefs, change mm. the way I look at things, change the way uh, I think about things. Uh, and this is when... I also started, um, uh, one day I remembered uh, a sentence my dad used to tell me before. And I used to think, you know, when you're, when you're a teenager, you think, you know, you, you tend to think that your parents, they, you know, they're like old fashioned or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But now, now I, I just, you know, keep this in my heart. He used to tell me contentment, he used to, like he, he said that in Arabic. But uh, the, the, the translation would be the contentment is, a, um, is an eternal or like an endless treasure. He used to tell wow. me that contentment is an endless treasure. And I used to think, 
oh my god and i used to tell him that you you you're so lacking ambition you're not ambitious <laughs> at all how can you think this way and little that i know i knew that when we when we really like are content with what we have when we really are happy with what we have because when you are content with what you have you start appreciating it and you start feeling grateful for it and you start feeling you start focusing on the things that are going well in your life and this is when all your life is gonna start shifting because as i said before when wherever your focus is this is what you are creating this is what you are vibrating with this is what you are activating so little by little i came to this you know understanding that i have a lot to be grateful for in my life and maybe I knew it before, but I didn't want to admit it. Mm. I knew I had a lot, I had, but I wanted more. And I thought, and this is very important, I thought that if I just, you know, um, accept that I have good things in my life, this is going to prevent me from becoming more. Mm. That, that was also an old belief for me. I used to believe that, yeah, if I'm content, this means I'm not ambitious. This means I'm going to stay wherever I am. I didn't know how the universe works <laughs> back then. So, yeah. It's, it's quite interesting that uh, uh, you mentioned this quote from your father and uh, the fact that you, you thought at that point that he was lacking ambition because yeah. it actually reminded me of a quote from Oprah. Uh, and uh -huh. she's a person that doesn't lack ambition and that's yeah. also very abundant and prosperous. And it's, it goes something like this. Be, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If yeah. you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I'm telling you back then, I didn't, like my understanding of things is that if you're happy with what you have, this means, you're gonna stay there if you're happy with if you're content with the little things that you have in your life this means you're not um you're not gonna do the hard work to get more so it's mm. it's like a whole other belief and you know and then you grow up and then you understand more as you mature exactly exactly and uh indeed these two are so they, they work together. The, the, more, the more grateful you are for the things that you have in your life, the more, um, the more of those kind of things you attract and you create in your life. And, mm -hmm. and the beautiful part is that you will enjoy what you have. And exactly, yeah. It That's won't just be a race. Benefit. That's another benefit from gratitude. It's not only that the universe is going to give you more of, of what you are grateful for, it is that you are going to be joyful and happy in the process. Exactly. Because, because if somebody's not grateful, like let's say we all like want more money, okay? Somebody who like with little money can be very grateful for what they have. And another person with like millions of dollars can be very like ungrateful and still wanting more. And this person who has like millions, He's going to always want more. And let's say he's going to have trillions. He's going to always want more. And in, in the betweens, that's what's important. In the betweens, he's going to always, if he's ungrateful, he's, he's not going to be happy. Exactly. 
exactly so what's the point what's the point of like having more or like getting what you want if you're not grateful because gratitude makes you happy in the process in the in-betweens from wherever you are to where you want to be so that's and, that's a very good point you just you know made and i love that yeah and life is about the journey because we exactly. yeah we go we get to places and that's that's important but especially when we have big goals they they take a while and until we mm -hmm. get there uh just waiting until we get to that point to that goal what do we do in in the meantime like it it could be exactly. really hard exactly the the thing is to learn how to be happy and content and grateful in the betweens because in the betweens this is what takes the most time <laughs> because you know like when you're when you're building a house when the house is like already built and it's already done it's done yeah okay. and when you have a dream you have a dream but it's in the between it's between your, your dream and the manifestation that's what takes the most of time and this is when you really need to to make yourself in that state to bring yourself in that state of gratitude and joy and happiness so things can be you know pleasant they can be more enjoyable uh, for you because as i said if you if you get this house or if you get this money but along the way you were miserable and you were not happy and you were not grateful and you were so stressed all the time when you're gonna get there you're gonna feel like oh my god that was so exhausting <laughs> and you know it's it's gonna it's not gonna feel the same exactly exactly and it would be weird to feel grateful because you don't have the habit you don't exactly. you're not used to feeling grateful and you you tend to go back and usually to going back to the the same kind of pattern in which you need to go to the next thing and reach exactly. another goal bigger exactly. one yeah yeah it's so and true it really is a muscle it really is a muscle and you need we need to practice it like some like some days I just, you know, I'm, I'm just preparing my matcha or my coffee or whatever, my tea. And, you know, little things come to my mind now and they come naturally because I've been practicing this for so long. And, you know, when I'm like holding my cup, I feel appreciation for, you know, those muscles in my arms and hands that make me, that gives me the ability to be able to hold the cup and enjoy my matcha in the morning. You know, little things, it doesn't have to be, you know, big things. It doesn't have to be a million of dollars. It doesn't have to be, I mean, it's, it's great and you can get whatever you want in life, but being grateful and appreciating the little, like the very little things, um, this is, this is huge. And this will make you also aware. And this will make you realize how, like we have millions of things to be grateful for in our life. Millions. Exactly. From the, from the air we breathe to the, you know, to the, our eyes we, we can see the world like things we, we really take for granted that's so true and uh one of the things that i love about what you are doing is um you know we eat every day and uh i, I think what we eat is important like i can feel whenever i i eat properly and um, that it's for me it's easier to to get into a feeling of gratitude and also yeah. uh appreciating uh what i'm eating and um yeah i think you have some amazing pictures uh on instagram so and also recipes and all kinds of thank you 
very beautiful and uh, very useful things. And do you want to uh, let us know a little bit about this part of your life and the food part? Yeah. So, uh, as I said, uh, when I got this, you know, when I got married, I didn't know how to cook. I, because in Lebanon, we live with our parents in the same house until we get married. And, you know, the mom does all the cooking and we are really spoiled back then, <laughs> back there. So I didn't know how to cook. I didn't think about food back then. And, you know, in Lebanon, we eat mostly, uh, especially at, you know, the time I, back then when I moved here, people eat, you know, mostly a Mediterranean diet, which is mostly healthy and based on fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains. So when I moved here, I, like my first cultural shock was with food because, you know, <laughs> we were eating outside and, you know, it's all like, you know, mostly overly processed and fast food sometimes. And the portions were so big for me. <laughs> so I started like having, you know, like physical signs, uh, maybe because I'm not used to the food and of course, because it's not the healthiest. So um, that was also like uh, another aha moment in my life that what we eat also affects us at, on a certain level. So this is why I started, you know, um, I gained, you know, I started having more interest in the food that I'm eating and uh, I started learning how to cook and, uh, and it turned out that I have, you know, a certain uh, talent in cooking. So uh, I just developed that and I found pleasure in just, you know, creating, especially because I, you know, I started having kids and I wanted to give them the best I can. And then the photography part also came from just tapping into uh, my creative space. Because I used to think that I wasn't a creative person at all. And I wasn't like <laughs> until like my, my late 20s. Um, but then I realized that every person is creative. You just have to tap into it to, 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 to try different things so that you can find where your creative space is and you need to practice it like any, anything else. And this is when you get you know, better and better at it. So, um, and I think food is very attractive. Uh, <laughs> uh, so sometimes I just use it to, <laughs> to just attract people to other things that I do. Mm, this is also another, <laughs> another secret. Uh, and also talking about food. Uh, and I'm going to share something also I may not have shared before. Uh, talking about contrast and how we can be grateful when we come from contrast. Um, I still remember some days uh, when I was little, I didn't have any food to eat. Mm -hmm. And um, I experienced, you know, what it means to starve <laughs> and what it means to, to feel hungry. And now I'm, I'm, I'm saying this and I'm, I'm not sad about it because now this makes me feel even more grateful for the food exactly. I have today on the table. And this makes me feel like every time I prepare food, I, every time I put food on the, ta on the table, I say thank you. And I feel an immense gratitude in my heart for the food I have today because I know I know what it means not to have anything to eat. I know, I really know the feeling. Wow. And this is also another thing we may take for granted in our life that, oh, we have food, we eat. We're not aware of, you know, this blessing we have. That's so, so true. Yeah. 
That's so true, and it's it's so powerful. Like we we say the the, the words like to uh, how it would be to to starve and to not have food, but most of us actually didn't go through that experience. And um, having gone through that, I, I think it's it's really uh, it's really quite quite a quite a perspective, quite a, yeah. a different way of seeing life and of seeing the fact that. We are blessed indeed to have food and to have the choice, the possibility of choosing yeah, different kinds of yeah yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we are nearing the uh, the end of our time together. Um, but I I want you to let our audience know where they can find you on Instagram or on your website. Uh, Instagram. Uh, my name is Natalie Seder. N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-S-A-D-E-R. Don't forget the H. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my website is also the same, www.nataliestater.com. And you can, you know, get in touch with me through DMs or by following my page or through my website or send me an email if, you know, um, if you would like to get in touch with me. I would love that. I would love a feedback. I would love, you know, to hear more, you know, about what you think about this, you know, this episode, this podcast. And uh, I'm very, very grateful I had the opportunity to talk with you tonight. Thank you so much. It's my thank pleasure. Thank you so much for everybody who's listening. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure, and uh, I'm really happy that uh, we got to to talk and to share uh, different perspectives from different parts of the world and. Um, yeah, on life and on how we could be grateful for what we have. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much. Once again, this has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.